Let us journey now to summer, nestling like a pearl in the golden setting of the autumn countryside. I put a spell on you. And now you're... days of Halloween on your favorite podcast. You're joined today by Justin. Chad is out today. Jeremy is here though, so have no fear. Jeremy, how's it going? Ah, you know, just like as the seasons change, uh, so does uh, the sickness, but I think I'm doing good. I'm down with it. Good to hear, good to hear. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, today is October 1st. We are here, we finally made it. The podcast has made it. You have made it through uh, this second round of COVID year. You've made it. We've made it to the best time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're not a Halloween person, then you've got stuff coming after this. But that's not what this is about. It's October 1st, and we're wanting to give you something special. We're wanting to give you some insight into the month that's coming up. So this is not a on-topic episode. Starting October the 1st off with a shoot from the hip, we're going to be giving you some of our internet finds, some upcoming shows, some upcoming movies, haunted happenings that's going on around you to fill you in so that you can have the spookiest Halloween possible and our thoughts on these things as well. So... While we are getting that ramped up, I'm going to get some ambiance going, as Chad would say, a little but I think that I've got something a little little different. You might hear a little bit of howling, but we'll get it rolling. Howling at the moon. Then again, what better way to start off October 1st is a little bit of uh, Children of the Night calling to us. Ooh. So, Jeremy... Start us off. What can our listeners look forward to for the month of October? Tell us some of your favorite things that you found so far that you're looking forward to personally. <clears throat> so, uh, personally, I am somebody who likes a little bit of the cinema. So, looking at all the spooky movies that are going to be coming out in the month of October. <clears throat> excuse me, people. We got The Adams Family 2 starting October 1st. Um, I'm always a fan of The Adams Family animated or not so uh, that's a little bit of a family fun there for you next moving on to october 6th is there's someone inside your house um i don't know if i like the sound of that <laughs> I don't, let's see I don't, <laughs> yeah 
It's it's a it's a it's a Netflix. We hope you got ADT, everybody. The home security. Speaking of Netflix, <laughs> um, what is that? Is it Midnight Mass that just came out? The guy that did uh, Haunting of Hill House, Midnight Mass, just came out on Netflix. Everybody's Indeed. saying that it's supposed to be a, a scary movie, but I've I've seen that it's a good movie, but it's not scary. Which Haunting of Hill House was one of those ones that'll give you a twist as well. Oh yeah, which is uh looks like this movie is directed by the guy that made the movie Creep, if anybody has seen that. Ooh, 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 ooh. Creep's a good one. Creep is good. One and two creep is good. I yeah, mean, so it, you can ex- have you seen Creep? I don't think I have. I know you told me about it and I've yet oh. to watch it. Ooh. It is <laughs> It's one of a kind. We'll we'll say that. It's one of a kind. Well, I mean, speaking of one of a kind, this is probably the, th- the thing I'm most excited about as far as movies go coming out in the month of October. Halloween Kills, October 15th. I cannot wait to see Which, Michael Myers again. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the newest one, uh, well, not the newest, but the most recent that had came out, which is replacing the second Halloween movie because th- they're erasing every every other Halloween movie that's been done. Right, Jeremy? Yeah, so pretty much after the first one, you get the remake, which, well, not remake, I guess, the previous one before Halloween Kills. So two, three, four, five, six, none of those Halloweens exist according to this new storyline. Um, but for so, moviegoers that are afraid to still go to the movies, this will be streaming from Peacock also. Yes, yes, which is going to be their Peacocktoberfest. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. <laughs> Peacocktober. Uh, no, uh, that is not uh, something that is on a uh, adult site. Peacocktober is their October lineup on the streaming network of Peacock, as Jeremy said. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like uh, it'd be from the <laughs> hub, but <laughs> Peacocktober. Oh, I love it. <laughs> This is a peak of the season. It's peak October. Oh, so that's how they're portraying it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peak October. It's all right. I can't. Uh, uh, sorry. Continue for. I get. I, I think. Uh, I think I got. See three more here, or maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, Night Teeth. Uh, it's another new original Netflix film that's going to be coming out October twentieth. Um. It's like a sounds darker like, twist. Like another one that should be on the hub. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Night teeth. And then from the looks of it, these two women are looking at each other very sensually. Um, it, uh, it wasn't says... there a movie called Teeth that was a, a horror movie? Ooh. That was <laughs> a genre of its own? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've seen clips from that movie, people. I don't want to watch the full movie. And, well, you just won't like One Night Stands after seeing that. That's all I'll say about <laughs> No, God. This seems like it's about bloodthirsty vampires, from what I can read, and vampire rival tribes. So, tribes of vampires, not teeth. Um, let's see. Next, we got Last Night in Soho, October 29th, which is actually a movie I'm looking forward to. It's directed by Edgar Wright. Um, oh, wait, is, are these movies that are coming out, or is this Netflix specifically right now? Well, this is, this is showing um, the top horror movies coming out in October, and some of them are Netflix. Some of them are going to be cinematic. Like this so, one, I don't think is Netflix. This is cinematic. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Continue. Sorry. 
Um, but no, it looks very good. It's got the actress that uh, played in The Witch, Anna, Anna Taylor Joy. Um, it's it, I I mean, just go watch. It, I don't know how to describe it. You got to go watch the trailer. It's, it looks like a trip, but it does look scary. Um, next, we got Antlers. Uh, sounds like something that you would see on the Discovery Channel or something. Um, it doesn't really say too much about it. A small town like teacher. An, it sounds like an indie like Sundance film. I can see it now. It, like, yeah, some poor kid trying to make his way across country. Antlers. Ah, coming well, of yeah, age. It's, it's just talking about being in a small town with real life monsters. So I, I don't really know how that's going to go. Um, but also the last movie that's got here on the list, which is actually, we done a review on our YouTube channel to the previous, uh, uh, the prequel of this movie, which actually I guess technically would be the sequel, because this is going to be the prequel of Army of the Dead, and this is Army of Thieves coming out on October 29th, okay. and um, I think it's going to be Netflix too. Which, if anybody has not seen Army of the Dead, or if you thought that it wasn't worth your time, um, let us help you be the judge of that, as Jeremy said. Go on the fellas. That's T H E F three L L A S on YouTube, and you can watch our review. We've got a full breakdown, and then we've got a review. The full breakdown is going to tell you everything that happened, step by step, all through the movie. And the review is just kind of giving you a brief overview. It, it was good. Um, it was good zombie esque film. I don't know why I say esque. It's a different take. Um. And it's done by Zack Snyder, who also did Dawn of the Dead, who's also done the Justice League movies. Um, and he did good. It's his own zombie world, because a lot of people thought that it was going to be an extension of Dawn of the Dead, which it's not. Uh, so that was a relief for me. If you're into zombie movies, uh, then you have to watch, and this is just personal opinion, Chad would be here to argue with me because he's not digging this these Korean films. Uh, don't know what that's about, and you'll have to ask him. Um, but Train to Busan, that is, uh, and I don't I don't say this just because there's this Korean film craze that's going on right now. But the Train to Busan is one of the most unique zombie films that I've seen in a while. Uh, it's got its own storyline, its own way that everything happened, and it's not happening weeks or months after you're into the apocalypse. It's right dead center as everything's breaking out. And it puts you in one of the worst positions that you could be during a zombie apocalypse on a train. If then you've got, you know, you've got train cars sectioned off, some of the train cars have zombies, it's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. Um, no. That doesn't sound like a place I'd want to be. Oh, no, no. Especially since, you know, the only place that you can go is other train stations. And every time you stop, they're having an outbreak there, too. So you don't know what's safe and what's not. It's it's really good. Uh, subtitles are dubbed, whichever one you want to watch. Both of those are up. Speaking of the Korean films, I don't care what anybody says. You need to watch Squid Game. It is good. It is really good. And yes, uh, Chad pointed out that it is like Battle Royale, which uh, it is. But it is like if Battle Royale was screwed up in the head. It's like a candy-coated, warped 
Battle Royale. And and the storyline is really, really good once you get deeper into it. There's a lot of character building, which is it's good reason that it's episodic. And it's got a great ending. I don't even want to go into detail to spoil anything, but go check it out. I enjoyed what I've seen of it so far, but I just need to keep pushing on. Oh, yeah, you wait until the honeycomb game. You won't make it. Yeah, that's where you and Chad would die, I think, is the honeycomb game. Honeycomb, honeycomb, me want honeycomb. It's it's not good, man. It's not good. Um, I mean, I could, I could tell you that. They've got little uh, honeycomb cookies, right? And in the middle of the honeycomb cookie, there is a shape that is outlined in the center, and they're all giving a, they're all given a sewing needle, and they have to carve out the center shape without breaking it. And okay. if they break it, then well, and you've got a minute you to do gotta, it. You've got a minute to carve it out. You just got to see what happens whenever they break it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to see what happens when they break it. Uh. Well, um, on another topic, as far as new shows, um, for anybody that is a child's play fan, I know me personally, I am. Uh, Justin, I know you're kind of eh, wishy washy about it just because it no, has I, took I, some I turns. love child's play. But it's it took its turn. They went too far. They should have stopped. It's oh yeah. Well, it's this is. It looks like it's kind of a reboot. Uh, Child's Play TV series. I'm sure you can get it from an app for the people who no longer mess with cable. But for people who do, it does look like it's going to be appearing on Sci-Fi Network, and it's the original voice of Chucky. And then you have Jennifer Tilly coming back too. Um, I'm really excited for it. Comes out October twelfth. Jennifer Tilly. So, what is she going to be the voice of the? Uh, um. Yeah, female? it looks like Tiffany Valentine's coming back. I mean, is um, it going to be actual Tiffany Valentine, or is it going to be? What am I even asking? It's going to be. No, well, that's what it ruined, says right here. Looking at the cast, they ruined that whole thing because you know what they did. They went and stepped out of the box, and they did. Uh, what, which one was it? Where they had their son, and they actually had Jennifer Tilly as a character in it, like. They're in Jennifer Tilly's Hollywood oh, yeah. house. That was stupid. Uh, well, see to Chucky, that sucked. But I felt like they kind of revived it with Cult of Chucky. Or Curse of Chucky and then Cult of Chucky. Which is where um, Brad Dourif, uh, the actual voice of Chucky, his real-life daughter is playing in the movie. And it looks like she's going to be in the TV show, too. So I think they're, they're just getting... They're kind of erasing see to Chucky from the history of it at this point. Which I hope they do. I mean, God, that was awful. Agreed, agreed. Um, also, Her name's Glenn and Glenda. <laughs> Sorry, go <on. laughs> uh, Also, uh, as a bit of Halloween slash horror news, a clip popped up recently promoting the upcoming Scream movie that'll be coming out in January of uh, 2022, which, looking <laughs> forward to that. But the clip is an Airbnb advertisement where you can now stay in... Uh, booking it through Airbnb, the original Scream House, which is pretty cool. Go book that for uh, October. You want to have a real spooky October, that would be the perfect way to do it if you're in the area or if you've got the ability to travel whenever the hell you want. I mean, that seems cool to me. Um, I mean, on the flip side of that, The Conjuring, the original Conjuring House is up for sale for like uh, $1.5 million or something like that. That old ass house, man. I feel like you would. I mean, I don't know how renovated it is, but I just feel like it'd be a lot of work. 
Um, but let's go ahead and give them that price. They'll they'll say exactly what I said. What was it? Three. I thought it was one point one million. I mean, I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it. This oh is, God, that's just from the top of my head. I know it's 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 a, it's a million at least. Um. Well, it's a ridiculous price for an old house, but then again, Justin did point something out to me, is all the land that comes with it. So you don't even have to stay there. You could just build a house on the land and it's look like at that eight from a acres. distance. Yeah, it's like eight acres of land that comes with it. Yeah, all kinds of things. Oh, what, Bathsheba is going to be roaming around at night. <laughs> Who is Bathsheba? <laughs> Bathsheba, or whatever her name was, the... In the Conjuring movie, the witch on the on the dresser it jumped off. That scared the hell out of me. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't Elvira also have a revise in her uh, show? Didn't they start film a whole new show for this? Like Shutter, Shutter. Didn't they bring Elvira back to go and do Elvira, Mistress I- of the Dark, this season exclusively on Shutter? I do believe that is something that they actually done. Um, I don't know if it's just for this year or if it's something that's just going on for the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's just her popping back up and saying, hey, look at me, I still look good. I uh, mean, that's something that the fans could look forward to as far as that goes. If you're a fan of Elvira or her old show that she used to do would be something that you could possibly tap into. On the flip side of things, though, if you're looking for haunted activities, spooky activities, then I have pulled up, and this is just a small list. Obviously, I'm not going to hit every single town coming to you, so I figured that I would specialize and talk about Salem, Massachusetts, because they have a festival that happens every year called the Haunted Happenings. And Haunted Happenings is a month-long festival of sorts where they've always got something going on um, to celebrate Halloween, to help get everybody in the mood, keep everybody in the mood. And so I can kinda, I'm just going to kind of skim through what they've got going on as far as the Haunted Happenings go. Uh, starting today, Friday, October the 1st, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., they have the Salem Psychic Fair and Witches Market. So this is something that happens the entire month. Uh, obviously, there's going to be different vendors at different times, but the the Psychic Fair, where you've got psychic readings, tarot card readings, different things like that, booth set up, shop set up, to where they're doing that, um, as well as the Witches Market, where you can get different herbs, um, candles, things that have been made by the actual Wiccan community in Salem. And that lasts the entire month long. Um, Also, on October the 1st, they've got the Death of Gods and Masters at the Satanic Temple, which is a festival that they're holding. And Hmm. a little activity that they're doing from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. in the middle of town is broom making and book binding. So if you're making your own spell book and you're wanting to bind your own book with its own front and back cover, they're going to be helping doing that and making your own broom as well. Some neat That's things. That's really interesting. Yeah, they've got some neat stuff going on. And it just ranges because... Um, 
I know one year they had Elvira actually show up. They've had some of the popular ghost hunters appear during the festival. Um, they're going to have the Salem Haunted Magic Show. That pops up several times throughout the uh, festival. Local Lore by Candlelight, where they are at one of the historic houses in Salem talking about local lore. There's also the Ghosts and Legends trolley that happens every night all the way through uh, October 31st. Uh, the Salem Horror Fest which in the middle of the night through Salem on the weekends, they play a different horror movie in the town square. And then once you finally make it to actual uh, Halloween, then they have the Salem Halloween parade in the middle of town. Hocus Pocus at the Ropes Mansion is going to be happening this year. They're decorating the Ropes Mansion, which is Allison's house from Hocus Pocus. They're decorating it like it was decorated from the movie this year. They've not done that in a while. And they're going to be playing Hocus Pocus at the Ropes Mansion, where you're going to be able to come and watch that there at the actual house, which is pretty cool. Then uh, on Halloween, they're also having the Satanic Tea hosted by... Who is that? Miss Thet... Th- th- I'm not going to pronounce your name. But at the Satanic Temple, so... With all these things they have going on, this just sounds like the place to be during Halloween. Guys, Screw this these area. are just like one or two, <laughs> three different things. They're, I mean, looking at the calendar, these are just the top things that I'm reading off. It literally says most of these days, 16 more, 17 more, 25 more events that are happening on each one of these days. You can find that on hauntedhappenings.org. Uh, if you live in the area, if you've never been, if you've got the money to travel, if you've got vacation time and you've been wanting to know how to spend it to get out there and do something spooky, this is the place to go. Obviously, there's other places uh, you can check out. There's different haunted houses that are going to... They've already started. What They start? They probably are going to be opening up this weekend. Um, so, oh, yeah. just a tidbit of information to keep everybody in the spooky mood. I know that if I was in the Northeast, this is where I would be. It's a month-long party of spookiness, and I'll tell you what, I agree with you, that's exactly where I'd be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean... I don't I mean, even you know. You can't go wrong. I mean, everything it said, like, you would... There's, it just To me, it sounds like there's more than enough to do that you wouldn't be able to even do it all. I mean, just to, if... You'd ha- you would have to live there or live nearby there in order to do it. And then if you're an introvert, you'd have to just suck it up. As soon as you got off work at yeah, 5 yeah. p.m., you'd have to just, okay, haul your ass all the way down to Salem. Let's go ahead and do whatever events they got going on. I'd be broke, first of all. I'd go through both paychecks. My rent wouldn't get paid. But I'd have a hell of a time. It'd probably be the you'd best. Be living in the festival. Oh, yeah. It'd be the best Halloween season <laughs> of all. Uh, they do ask that you keep your... Uh, masks on whenever you're in closed event spaces um that's something because of covid and they want to make sure that uh they can still have the festival because last year they were not able to also sleepy hollow which is near there they will not be doing their parade they will have other events but the sleepy hollow parade was canceled due to the vid damn vid getting everything taking away all of our fun I mean, what can you do? But, moving on from Salem, uh, Jeremy had a few lineups. I'd like to touch on a couple of mine. If anybody likes Freeform, 
also known as ABC Family, if you're old. Uh, Freeform's got a pretty decent lineup. It's better than last year's, in my personal opinion. Uh, the first week of October, they've got Casper on the lineup, The Adams Family, and Adams Family Values, and Hocus Pocus. And honestly, that kind of keeps repeating. Saturday, October the 2nd, they've got Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Casper, Adams Family, um, Disney and Pixar's Monsters. This has got nothing to do with Halloween, but I see what you're doing for the kids. Ghostbusters is going to be on as well. Uh, Tim Burton's Corpse Bride seems to be in the lineup. Matilda also has nothing to do with Halloween, but you tried. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maleficent, that is not, or Maleficent. Maleficent. Maleficent uh, the Malfeasant. Uh, that is also got malnutrition. Nothing, malnutrition um, <laughs> got nothing to do with Halloween, but you, you, you know you're doing your thing. Um, the craft, okay, they're going to be playing the craft. That's cool. They're going to have that on. You can catch that on Sunday, October third. They're starting it off. I mean, with a lot of the same movies. Oh, they are going to be doing the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrorathon, where they're going to be playing the different uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. You can catch that the whole week of October 4th and that'll be uh, from 12 a.m. They'll be doing that early in the morning right before the 700th club comes on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn 700 club. Can you tell me why they have Shrek Forever After in their lineup? I don't get that. Shrek um, 2, Shrek 1, Shrek Forever I guess. After... Fairy tales, Halloween, kids—that's it's—it's uh, uh, it's not really related, but it's for, like you said, it's for the children. I, I mean, throw them a bone. It looks like that Disney gave in. I mean, you know that Disney and owns Freeform, so but they gave in because Halloween Town is going to be coming on Freeform. That'll be on Thursday, Ooh, October the seventh. Okay. If anybody's interested in watching Halloween Town, um, they're doing Jaws. Okay, the Freeform premiere of Jaws. It is not Halloween, but it is a horror movie, a classic, so I'm not going to knock it. Obviously, you got the Hotel Transylvanias that are going to be on there. Um, more Casper. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, as expected. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory still makes no sense to me. Fam the Family Guy Halloween Marathon, that is going to be the week of October 15th. Okay. Uh, Men in Black 1 and 2. Ooh, here's one. Um, the House with the Clock in Its Walls, the remake, is going to be coming on October 17th. I will probably be checking that out then, because I read the book, love the book, haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen that movie, not that specific one. I don't know what in the hell X-Men First Class has to do with Halloween, but it's <laughs> on the lineup. You can catch X-Men First Class. Uh, and then right after, it's The Craft. Uh, the Huntsman is going to be on there. But I have a feeling that I've seen that on Freeform before. Fright Night, the 2011 remake, is going to be on Freeform as well. That kind of surprises me a little bit. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, I guess because he dressed up like a woman, they felt like that that was going to be something they wanted to put in their Halloween thing. I thought they'd be a little yeah. bit more open-minded. We are in 2021. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, you don't see RuPaul calling the Drag Race a Halloween special. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. There is. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. You do. They have Scared Shrekless in their lineup as well. Halloweeny. So just check out their lineup. Halloween 
line up for Freeform on freeform.com. You can see every date and time on there. Just wanted to give you a taste of what's going on, what's coming up. Um, also, if you have the Discovery Plus app, they've got a few new series that's popping up. One of the ones that I'm excited about is the Most Terrifying Places premiere. They've also got Eli Roth doing a special for Ghosttober. And I'm not sure which one it was. I think... Is it Destination Fear? Oh, I hope not. Oh, why? Wow, you don't like Eli Roth? No, I do, but they've oh. got him teamed up with Zach Bagans, and I, that's just something oh, I just no. really don't... Oh, yeah, they're tag-teaming. Yeah, if you... Uh, Damn it, Eli. They are going to be doing The Witches of Salem, a docudrama. It's a four-part docudrama, and that's going to start on October the 6th. So that'll be um, on Freeform. I mean, not Freeform. Ooh, I'm on a Freeform kick. That's on Ghosttober or the Discovery Plus app. So you can catch it on TV. And uh, that'll be on TV at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central, on October 6th, Sunday. And, oh, God, Ghost Adventures, Curse of the Harrisville Farmhouse. That's their special oh, you know this it. year. October 31st, <laughs> they're going to be putting it out live. A two-hour Halloween special. Sweet. Oh, oh, this goes back to one of our episodes that uh, Chad and I recently did. This two-hour special in the Harrisville Farmhouse. The Harrisville Farmhouse in Rhode Island, also known as The Conjuring house home is one of the most terrifying places in the world and has also been made famous by the work of renowned paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren nah, yeah <laughs> well i can tell you one thing when if zach bagans is going he's probably going to get possessed by the spirits there oh my god something's touching him <laughs> uh, something's gonna touch him on the back you wait and see you i don't see the scratch <laughs> jeez you don't know well, where the scratch came from i've I like how you brought up Eli Roth a second ago, though, because that brings up one of my favorite things to talk about. And if anybody really, uh, from back in the day before there was any kind of streaming going on, this time of year, if you wanted to watch good horror movies, you went to AMC, okay? And past few years, they've been slacking. And also, there is the AMC app that you could download now, by the way. Uh, but they have been slacking, but this year, it looks like we are doing a full 31 days of scary horror films celebrating the 25th anniversary of Fear Fest. Uh, over 680 hours of programming um, mentioning Eli Roth, his history of horror. Season 3 is going to be um, one of the specials on there. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it if you love um, well, I mean, the history of horror movies. It's self-explanatory. Um, but it does look like it's given a breakdown of everything. Uh, of course, they're going to do all the Halloween movies all the way up, up to the Rob Zombie remake. It doesn't look like they're going to have the newest one. Um, let's see here. It does look like they will have a Stephen King Day on October 9th, which will be including Carrie, uh, which celebrates its 45th anniversary. Jeez, which, I did not know that. Not to even uh, try to interrupt you, but... As we were younger, this, and I can speak for Chad on this one too, 
and he can probably reference it later at another point in time, but me and you specifically, Jeremy, we used to look forward to the AMC Fear Fest. And I don't mean the Fear Fest that we've got today, but the Stephen King days. The times that, it, like, one or two in the morning whenever, this before the streaming networks were doing anything, one or two in the morning when they were playing the old black and white movies. Uh, this is where our TV stuck, Jeremy and mine. Oh, you, yeah. I mean, the entire month. And whenever there wasn't a movie on there that I liked, uh, it was straight to Travel Channel to uh, watch all of their Ghost Tober stuff. Oh, yeah, no, like, I mean, definitely, you couldn't, I, you know, I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what it was. I'd fall asleep watching AMC Fear Fest. I'd leave my TV on when I'd go to school, so that way when I came home, it'd be right there. And that's also around the time they would, um, they'd play some of the black and white movies during the day. Like, I think that's the first time I actually got to see the movie Psycho. Uh, got out of school, came home, what's this? And it is now one of my favorite movies. Well, my TV stayed on it until uh, The Exorcist came on, and then I would wake up in cold sweats <laughs> going, ha! Ah, get her away! It terrified <laughs> me, man. Can't do it. Terrified me. Well, it does show that The Exorcist will be playing this year. I mean, I can do um, it now. It's not such an issue now. <laughs> Back then, I, that's not something that I wanted to wake up to in the middle of the night whenever she's gone. Yeah. Let Jesus... Yeah. <laughs> your mother no um, your mother if you know you washes know. socks in hell <laughs> well yeah it's going to be on here it doesn't say what day but it does have it listed um but yeah october 9th stephen king day all the movies that we used to like thinner silver bullet christine the shining pet cemetery um october 16th it looks like it's slasher weekend and it starts on october 16th on a saturday um, it's got Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Looks like a, a couple Candyman movies. Uh, the first two Scream movies. Friday the 13th, Halloween, and okay. ending it in Eli Roth's History of Horror. And then October 23rd, celebrate the 80s with 80s horror movies. Um, I'm assuming that's the day that... No, that was the 70s when The Exorcist came out. Yeah. But yeah, Polter, Poltergeist, uh, The Fly, Pumpkinhead, things like that will be out. Fright Night, okay. the original. The original's good. Uh, that's a that's an argument. Chad's a big fan of that, so I don't know if it's the first one or the sec- second one. The remake was better. And that's uh, personal. Oh, 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 what? Uh, you Hold don't on. think the remake was better? I love the remake, but be- I don't know. Oh. <laughs> that's uh, for another episode. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we'll um, have to mark that one down. Moving on, though, unless you've got any more to say about the AMC Fear Fest. Um, well, you can go to bloody dis- uh, bloodydisgusting.com and get the full lineup, or just go to amctv.com schedule, and it's got the full lineup there. So, uh, something that I've noticed, Sci-Fi, the channel, has teamed up with Peacocktober. <laughs> Peak I can't get over October. that name. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so their Halloween Fest is coming up. So we already mentioned that Halloween Kills is going to be hitting uh, Peacock on October 15th and that's good because you're going to be able to enjoy it in all of its glory but in the meantime Peacock's got a pretty decent lineup that I personally would say can contest with any of the other streaming networks including AMC on uh, a good Halloween lineup because not only are they going to have Halloween Kills premiering 
but they're also going to have Snoop and Martha's very tasty Halloween. Huh? Oh, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> they've, uh, they've got this also... Starting today, October 1st, marks the return of all eight Harry Potter films on the platform of Peacock. It's going to be streaming on there all month long. But if that's not enough for you, then we've got some other things, too. And I'm not going to name off some of the no-name movies. There's some new movies that are out there if you're looking for something new. But I'm going to try to hit your taste buds. I'm trying to tickle you here, tickle your fancy, because on Peacock, they're going to be having the Friday the 13th franchise streaming the chucky franchise streaming predator franchise gremlins as well as a nightmare on elm street and elvira's movie macabre library is going to be on there as well okay so we ain't even really got to go to shutter for that one yeah and the universal monster classics including dracula frankenstein the invisible man the mummy Young Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. And just to top so that all off, Charmed, the eight original seasons. Well, I mean, if you're a fan, um, I won't hate on it, but I was just never a fan. I can't say that I really had a taste for it. I tried to watch it a couple of times, but that's neither here nor there. Peacocktober. I can't do the name, man. Peacocktober. <laughs> it's, uh... They've got a pretty good lineup, and like I said, that's brought to you by Peacock and Sci-Fi, which I've been wondering this entire time when Sci-Fi was going to start doing their own streaming network, but I guess they didn't want to risk making their own, and they just figured, why not team up? But hell, they could be owned by the same network. I don't really know what all Peacock owns as far as that goes, but Sci-Fi was another one, as we were younger, that used to have a decent Halloween lineup that I would at least turn to whenever I couldn't find something that I was wanting to watch. Oh yeah, that's what helped me open up the door to, um, all of the, I mean, the whole realm of science fiction. The the movie The Thing, The Fly, um, that Swamp Gator thing, which was horrible to watch, but I, I like oh, movies God. like that. Swamp. Can't remember the name, but it wasn't good. Um, Lake Placid? <laughs> yeah, that was it. I, I mean, it was it was one of those things that's like, I like it, but it's probably not. No, Lake Placid was good. That was a good movie. Uh, it had Betty White in it. She was feeding those... yes. She was feeding them at the end. Come here, baby. They were nibbling on her toes and stuff. Ooh, God, that was a good um, movie. Real quick, though, I just figured because everybody's, you know, if you're really into uh, the Halloween and the spooky season and this month in particular, and you're wondering when that full moon's going to hit, um, it's a little bit different for everybody, but it looks like at least for the East Coast and I'm sure the whole United States as a whole, October twentieth will be the full moon this year. Mm. So that'll be your little spooky night to get out there and conjure up some magic. Well, before we start winding down here, Jeremy, do you have any particular, let's say, Halloween or October bucket list goals? Is there something that you'd like to get accomplished this October since things have opened back up, since uh, you know they're allowing people to run around with the vid now? Uh, part of me does want to kind of go out dress up for once this year I say I'm going to do it every year and I just end up kind of letting it slide um, and just maybe go out to like a party and chill out with people and have fun but then there's just a big part of me that's like there's no, nothing really beats having a bonfire at night and just listening to the creatures of the night mm, so. I, I personally um, 
I would like hayrides, to maybe. see. Sorry, I would like ahead. to go to a corn maze or a hayride. Um, I would like to go to a haunted attraction. Honestly, find one that was decent around here. I mean, preferably outdoor. That way, I don't have somebody spitting in my face when they're screaming at me, or I could just wear my mask the entire time. Either one. Um, but I think that, and for some reason, I guess the older I'm getting, I'm ha- I'm enjoying handing out candy more. Uh, I don't know why, but I want to decorate and I want to scare the hell out of the little kids around me because if I, whenever I was younger, I remember, uh, that was one of the best parts is looking at people's scary decorations and watching the leaves go by and hearing the other kids running by and screaming and I don't know. It, yeah, and wondering if the person that's sitting in the chair holding the bucket of the candy is going to jump exactly. at you. Exactly, and then you reach in the bucket, <laughs> nothing happens, and then they jump. And then you drop everything you got, and then another kid steps on your fingers, and you run back in the van, and you're crying, and your mom goes, quit stepping. Getting close to home with them. Good times. Well, here we are, winding down the last moments of the podcast. It's a little bit of a shorter one today, but it was our first Shoot from the Hip episode. If you guys liked the format, let us know. Um, Any shout-outs before we get to our October birthday? Jeremy? Clap for the Wolfman. No shout-outs personally for me. Okay, okay. I would like to shout out, I've already done it once, but our YouTube, the fellas, T-H-E-F-3-L-L-A-S, you can catch us there, that's where you can catch some of uh, our podcast videos, but if you are just trying to do uh, Spotify, we're on there, we're on Google Podcasts, we are on Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor as well. We have a new Instagram, so go and check us out there. That's where we're going to be posting our polls. This is going to be our official podcast Instagram, the one before we were just kind of using at the moment in time. But you can catch us on Instagram at Halloween three six point five. You can catch us on there for all the polls, uh, episode updates, um, and we're going to be wanting your opinion. On this. Uh, wanting to see exactly what you guys want to see, and. Also, we're going to be having a couple of extra episodes thrown in the middle of the week. Just recently, we had an episode, our Most Haunted Places in America episode, that popped up on Wednesday, randomly. So if you guys haven't heard that, jump on Spotify. Should be the one right before this episode that you're listening to now. With we're going to try to fill you guys up with some oh, yeah. episodes as much as possible. We this want week, to or this make month. sure that we give you the most of your uh, Halloween October feeling. We're trying to make up for last year, people. Trying to make up for last year. With that being said, let's go over some quick Halloween birthdays. Not many, honestly. Uh... Lacey, is it Sherbert? Sherbet? Yeah, Sherbet, yes. From Black Christmas, also The Lost, also Mean Girls, Scarecrow, Sanitarium, and Ghost of Goodnight Lane. Her birthday was yesterday, September 30th. So, 
That is a uh, birthday for us. Also, today, movie releases that happened September 30th, 1988, was Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Here we go, talking about Elvira again. She's, she's everywhere today. And the television show, Tells from the Dark Side, premiered September 30th, 1984. But... Our October 1st birthdays, there's only one on here, and I think it's worth mentioning, Mr. Randy Quaid. <laughs> he was in the Twilight Zone, he was in Independence Day, Hard Rain, uh, The Day the World Ended, Frankenstein in 1992, The Wraith in 1986. So, I feel like that uh, Mr. Randy Quaid, happy birthday to you, sir, October the 1st for you. And movie releases on October third, uh, October first, nineteen sixty-eight was Night of the Living Dead. Today, Night of the Living Dead was released. The original, the OG, and, one of my all-time favorites. Oh, same, absolutely same. Also, today, October first, is the release date of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Was released in nineteen seventy-four. Today. Get a little uh, bit of sloppiness with that food going there at the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out for your neighbors. Don't trust the cops. You say blue lives matter until you're stuck in that situation. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes. This has been Justin and Jeremy with Halloween 365. Stay spooky.